expressed on the following program are not necessarily those of this station or its sponsors. He has his say, you can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Think about a good time had a long time ago. Think about forgetting about your worries and your woes. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. No sunshine today. Unfortunately, it'll be a rainy day today. Maybe a storm this afternoon. Daytime high. Uh, might be around 50, although actually we're dropping every place I checked this morning. We started out at 50 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, but now 45 at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 45 at the Highlands, 43 in my backyard in Elm Grove, and 43 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Rainy today, storm this afternoon, high around 50. Uh, at least some morning showers likely tomorrow, but a cloudy day again around 50. To th- mid 30s on Saturday. I still find that amazing, but it will be, uh, it will be uh, sunny. Phone lines are open 304 232 8255. You're welcome to join us. The uh, text line is open 304 214 1600. I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's called me Joe Biden. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> bazinga. Hey, before we go any further, let me ask you a question. You're, yes, I'm the sports guy, but you pay attention. In my opinion, Something happened on this date oh. 44 years ago. It was a Friday. I remember it well. And again, for me, maybe the biggest sports story in my lifetime, or at least top five. You have any idea what I'm talking no. about? It was a Friday night. Fights? Friday night fights? No. 1980. I don't know. What was it? That was the night the... the uh, uh, the Americans beat the Soviets at oh, the Lake Placid oh, in the 1980 oh, oh, oh. Olympics. Now, that wasn't the, miracle the gold. On ice. Miracle on ice. That was not the gold medal game. That came two days later, which was a Sunday morning when they defeated Finland. But you know where I was? Do you remember? Do you remember? Again, it wasn't big no, no, uh, news well, I, to you. I wouldn't have watched that particularly, but I remember it happening now that you say that. Yeah. Somebody, where were you? Some buddies of mine, we went to Pittsburgh because we. Somebody thought it was a pro wrestling card that night. So we drive all the way to Pittsburgh to the old Civic Arena, and there was a soccer game. The, the Pittsburgh Spirit, I believe, was their name. So I'm thinking, man, are you kidding me? We're going to go to a professional soccer game? <laughs> and it was a great experience. It was the one and only time that I ever went to a professional soccer game. But they kept us updated. They on the Olympic. They on were the, the on first the, ones to come out and say third period score, the United States. I don't know four, maybe uh, the, the Soviet Union three. Maybe that was a score, but it was like, are you kidding me? They're, I mean, because the Soviets were the best, and the American team were just a bunch of amateurs. They they weren't very good at all, Howard. And I was there, and then then you were wondering, man, are they going to be able to hold on? So I didn't get to watch it on TV, but I was in a great setting was for that. Was it Al Michaels? Was he the one who did the call? Do you believe in miracles? That was it. I'm trying to think of exactly what. Do you believe in yes. miracles? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I was at we – were, we were at that arena about 10 years ago, the Lake Placid Arena, where that occurred. Man, I'd love to, I'd love to just go there someday. They, they played – you know, on the surround sound, they put the the video of that. You know, so it was a presentation when we were there. And 
it, you, you get chills even from just watching the video. They're in that stadium, in that arena, you know, with it. It was really, it was really cool. And how good was Al Michaels? You know, he didn't expect that. No. And he didn't go too long and he didn't add too much. He just said simply, do you believe in miracles? Yeah. Yes. Yes. And again, it's it, it, that that makes the hair on my arms stand up because it was just you just almost had to be there to believe it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have remembered that, but yes. And again, we were there uh, with a trip and uh, uh, that whole Lake Placid Village. It was kind of it was it was fun. It was and fun one more thing to that, Howard. I don't think a, a, an event like that has spawned off upshoots of hockey like that did. I mean, because you think about 1980, yeah, there was barely any hockey in those days, but it, the, the country really took off. After Rallied that. behind that whole concept, yeah. We had a guy um, uh, who's our guide who had been there at the night of the Miracle on Ice, and so he was telling us firsthand stories about what it was like to be there on that night with the Miracle on Ice. So, uh, And he was he was an old codger, but he was really – Really good, giving us stories about what it was like to be there that night. And you just hit me with another one, Howard. If, if magically a genie appeared and said, you name the sporting event uh, in the past, and, and I'll magically take you there, it would be hard for me not to go to Not to Plaza. go there, yeah, to see that. Absolutely. Yeah, all right. So we'll take a call? All right. Dan wants to chime in, Howard. Dan, good morning, sir. Hey, is there any connection, you think, between Biden saying Putin was a crazy SOB and the cyber attack on your cell phone. Now, nobody can talk to each other. So that no, I don't think there's any connection between that, no. Oh, there's more to this story. Oh, okay. That's the only company that's reported it. You watch by the end of the day how many other companies were shut down. Now, you hear it first. Crazy Dan. Bye-bye. Well, Dan has AT&T. So I think what he's predicting, Howard, this is the beginning of <laughs> a, a bad day. What are you going to do without your cell phone, Howard? It was a bad day when you said it's Dan. I'm going to tell you that. That's what <laughs> You remember this morning we played the opening song, It's a Good Day. Da, good da, day, da. yes. Remember how I began? I said, yes, 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 it's going to be a good day. Not so good, Howard. Well, it's, it's last 30 seconds kind of turned around a little bit. Listen, if he hadn't begun with, do you think that – Biden calling Trump an SOB had anything to do with this thing. I, I, I would I would I get the argument. And by the way, they've already said that other carriers, are, Verizon's having problems. T-Mobile, I forget they named two or three of them. AT&T's having this nationwide outage, except for Bob's phone and my phone yeah, mine's <laughs> and Brad McElhinney's phone. <laughs> Dan's working. <laughs> but um, they've already said that other things, you know, is there, I believe that cyber attacks occur, can occur. We've talked to people. You just don't think this is one? I didn't like Dan trying to say, I don't know. He's, I wish he just wouldn't. Never mind. We don't always have to be funny, you know. Oh, I think you think that Biden's saying that. No, do I think that, that uh, there could be cyber attacks in this country? I think there could be. And I don't know. I have no reason to assume that this is anything like that. I think that there are just plain outages, but maybe. Uh, who knows? So, okay. 916 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. That caller just wanted to correct something. He was he said uh, Putin, called Putin the SOB, not, not okay. Trump. All okay. Right. So I think he was insinuating that maybe Russia has something to do with I, this. I don't, I don't believe that Putin said, if he had not called me SOB, we would not attack that. Attack, 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 attack. 916 on the Watchdog Morning Show. Hey, I got a note from our, our Pentagon correspondent, Tom Scateri, uh, last night. And all it, it's, it's simply titled Bragging a Bit. Uh, yesterday, I'm reading from Tom's note, 
Yesterday, a bunch of reporters in the Pentagon began declaring they had scoops because the Pentagon and the Army confirmed the Army is building three uh, metal parts lines in Texas that are all planned to be in operation, producing 30,000 projectile shell bodies per month. Yeah, okay. Uh, all these reporters yesterday are going around, we've got a scoop, we've got a scoop. And Tom says, I told you this on your show on February 6th. So the scoop they're all claiming on Capitol, uh, in the Pentagon, Tom scooped right Our here. Our guy Tom had it. He had it right here t two weeks earlier. So I just, uh, he sent me a note. He says, look, it's just, it's bragging. I admit it. But uh, I, I was right. I told you people this weeks before everybody over here is going, oh, look at the scoop I've got. Look at the scoop I've got. Nah, we had that scoop. We had that scoop long before. 917 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Um, we, we, talk, we talked last hour with Brad McElhenney a bit about um, some of the things pending in Charleston. And one of the bills that did not pass was the proposal to make driving in the left lane, driving slow in the left lane, um, an offense. Too many people drive slow in the left lane, and they just got, the legislature decided it was too hard to enforce that. How would you, you know, how, what is too slow, and how do you, so they, they did not pass that bill. I'm telling you, coming in, and look, and Bob, there isn't anybody who will verify this more than you. I drive like Mr. Magoo. You do not speed. I am as slow as molasses and as cautious as can be. I mean, that's all right. I'm not. Uh, you know. Howard is a tortoise. I exactly right. And I swear, I was swearing to these people driving. Get so out of the way. Really? Here comes McGinn. In the left lane. And I, I need to get over. You know, you know, I need to get over to, to get where I'm going. And and they're, on the, and they're, they're just, I'm going. They're going. I mean, it was just, I wanted to, I really, it's where I wish, I often say this, I wish cars could have what cartoon cars have, that little rubber mallet that I could push a button would come out of the the the, 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 uh, the hood and just bing, bing, pound them on the truck, you know. My God, if you're driving too slow for me, you're driving too slow. You know what I think the, the biggest problem is, Howard? I, I think the majority of those folks that get caught in the left lane don't know the law, don't know that the etiquette that you're supposed to get at least back to the middle lane or go all the way over to the slow, slow lane. I My take on that is that if you could read their mind, they'd be saying, this is my lane. If you don't like it, go around me. Yeah. They don't understand that that is the passing lane. It should be left open for people to get through and then maybe and then come back yeah. yes I, I also think and i i, I saw so this is somewhat benefit of the doubt I, I suspect sometimes if it's on the interstate going through the area there are people who aren't quite sure where they're going therefore where they should be you know tunnel ahead do i stay in this lane do i get in that lane so they just stay where they are i get it but geez I say, if you're going too slow for me, you're going too slow. And I usually uh, agree just about on everything Sean Fluharty says. Now, he was against this, and I'm against him on that because I think it could have been done the right way. I think all law enforcement should have had the, the, the bulletin that, look, we're going to do something about this, and we're not going to pull over everybody and, and fine them $100, but maybe let them know that they are creating problems and they could be fined for that. You know, I, I I hear you, but then so now we're gonna have a, a, we're gonna have 
uh, on the left side of the road, there will be the uh, officer who's looking for speeders. And on the right side of the road, there's going to be the officers looking for slow pokes. I well, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think they're naturally looking, Howard. I think they're just doing their job. Yeah. Like if you would have been a, a police officer, you would have it would have been right in front of you. You wouldn't have been looking for it, but you just said, look, lady or man, you are jamming up this lane. And I just had to pull you over and let you know that yeah. uh, you're creating problems. Get over there. Get over Get there. Over there. Let me tell over you there is where you're supposed to be. 921 on the Watchdog Morning Show. If you just join us, uh, a couple of things I need to bring up bring up to speed. Now, first of all, we've had a pretty good show this morning. I think a lot of good stuff. Bob and I talked a lot in hour number one. I, we always talk about food. Hey, it's, that's what we do. By that, I mean that's what Bob and I do. We go out and we eat. And, <laughs> and sometimes people bring us food when we're talking about food. And Jerry brought us food today, as a matter of fact. So uh, today is National Chili Day. So we talked about chili. And if you have a favorite chili around the Upper Ohio Valley, feel free to text me, 304-214-1600. Tell us what your favorite chili place is here in the Valley on this National Chili Day. Uh, last hour, we talked with Brad McElhenney from uh, Metro News about some of the bills pending in Charleston. I've got a couple of those I want to uh, follow up on here in a minute or two. And Martha Zollers, who is new to our show, but I think we'll use her more often. She is a political commentator coming out of Georgia. She's a talk show host. Um, and um, she, she's, a, she's a Republican. She's a conservative Republican, although in this particular case she supports Nikki Haley over Donald Trump. Um, and we had, I thought, pleasant conversation, disagreed on some things. You know, the phrase I've used multiple times all this week, Bob, I talked about it when I mentioned Dave McKinley over the weekend. Uh, Joe Manchin and I talked about it yesterday. Martha Zollers and I did it today. We, we can disagree agreeably. Yeah, and you proved that today. And Martha is just not a talk show host. She is the number one female talk show host in the whole friggin' country. Yeah, Woman of the Year Award for Talkers Magazine. So uh, I think we'll use her more often as a, as a commentator because, again, we can agree disagreeably or disagree agreeably, which is what we used to do all the time. You know, that's what politics used to be all about. Uh, let's see here. And so I just want to bring up the speed on things we have been talking about. You are welcome to reflect on any of those. Take us off a new territory. Again, the other thing I should tell you is we had uh, plans to talk to Ben Seidler in this hour, Wheeling Councilman, about the vacant building code in the city of Wheeling. This comes from a story you may have seen on the front page of the paper. And if you're on Facebook, it was a big dust up on social media. Uh, a, a delightful guy, Lambrosa Claris. He is an artist. He's about the he's a big, gentle giant, just as gentle a guy as you possibly get. Um, and he wanted to open up an art studio in Center Wheeling. Bought a piece of property, um, but had some problems. Contractors screwed things up. Didn't get things done in time. The city there is a vacant building code which said he was in violation of, and he was fined. And he eventually said it's too much trouble. I'm selling the building. That's the base of the story. Uh, council this week talked a lot about that. Most of the council members, Ben Seidler was kind of the lead on this, but almost all the council members said the vacant building code makes sense. We want to keep it. The idea is if you don't have something, then people just let their buildings fall apart and deteriorate. But they all also said maybe we ought to tweak it a bit, come up with a way to have a little carve out for someone like Lambros who was trying but just couldn't quite make it. Um, Anyways, I, 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 maybe we'll get into it next week now, but I had Ben Seidler planned to come on to talk today, but Ben has, well, AT&T. And so he said he couldn't get through on the cellular line, so uh, we could not do that this morning. Just wanted to bring, bring you up to speed on that. Uh, 924 here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Got some texts coming in. We'll do those coming up next.
Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind knowing that your business is protected and prepared. The Highlands is the Ohio Valley's top spot for shopping, dining, and entertainment, too. Play a round of simulated golf at the Four Seasons course. Grab a movie with family or friends at the Marquee Cinemas, featuring 14 screens of the hottest new movies in all digital and 3D. Plus, special promotions like Flashback Cinema. Or visit the Highlands Sports Complex with turf, courts, climbing wall, and an arcade. Shopping, dining, and entertainment. Just off I-70 at the top of the hill, the Highlands. Weekends are made for sports, and Saturday mornings are all sports here on the Watchdog, West Virginia football scoreboard, Ohio Sports Magazine, the good old boys on sports, with Bear and Bob at 8 with your calls, and complete coverage of the NFL, college, and local high school action on the Paul Harris Law Office Sports Huddle from 9 to noon. Saturday morning sports from the Ohio Valley's leader in live and local sports coverage. The Watchdog. The Watchdog. In the heart of Ohio County, there's a leader who stands out from the rest. John Haglock, a dedicated public servant with a passion for keeping our community safe. With over 30 years of law enforcement experience, John Haglock is a seasoned professional who knows how to keep our community safe. John is not just a law enforcement veteran, he's a proud United States Army veteran, dedicated to the principles of duty, honor, and service to our great nation. John has also been a recipient of several prestigious awards, including the West Virginia Prevention Resource Officer of the Year and the U.S. Attorney Champion for Children Award. Vote for experience, dedication, and a leader committed to serving the residents of Ohio County. Vote John Haglock for Sheriff. This advertisement was paid for by the committee to elect John Haglock Sheriff, David F. Cross, Treasurer. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. With Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. She tried to hide it by the faded denim clothes she wore. But I knew she'd never been inside a bar before. And I felt like a peasant who just had met a queen. And she knew I saw right through her tight-fitting jeans. 9.28, Watchdog Morning Show. We're looking at, uh, what are we looking at? 45 uh, degrees at the airport, 45 at the Highlands, 43 in Elm Grove, and 43 here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. Phone lines open, 304-232-8255. The text line open at 304-214-1600. Uh, guest last hour, Martha Zollers, who is a, a Republican conservative talk show host out of Florida. I'm sorry, not out of Florida, but out of Georgia. And uh, but we got along reasonably well. I've disagreed on some things, but I was pr pretty good. But I took some flack from somebody. So that's it. When you get a Republican on, it's a rhino. Okay. 
another one says, if, I'll give you credit, Howard, about your Republican guest, but I'm an independent, and I truly just want both sides to get along. Well, I, I do too. Politics, politics today is like having two spoiled children with opposite views. Being a parent, I'd like to send them all to their room until they compromise. I, I, I agree. I, I agree. Again, the phrase I've been using, and I've used it a lot this week, I used to be able to disagree agreeably with a lot of people, uh, Republican friends that we would uh, disagree on issues but still would get along, wouldn't yell at, didn't, I wouldn't call them, you know, snot bags or anything, and they, <laughs> they wouldn't call me a libtard. I mean, we just would, just would, uh, would disagree. So uh, thank you for that text, 304-214-1600. Mr. Wright would like to join us, Howard. Good morning, Mr. Wright. Well, good morning, Howard. Good morning, Bob. First of all, you know, you just said something about snot burgers, but hey, they they thought it was something else, but it was snot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and as Rodney King said, can't we all just get along? Well, I'm not. I hate to quote Rodney King because it's Rodney King, but but can't we all just get along? I mean, yeah, that, that's a pretty good line. Hey, well, the question I have for you: You said you went to Lake Placid. Yeah. <clears throat> now, how long ago was that? You I, think? I want to say about ten years ago. So you do remember? Well, sure, I remember. Yeah. You said earlier. You think you're talking uh, to Joe Biden here? Come uh, on. Hey, hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> well, you said earlier you're having problems with your memory. And you well, you know, but, uh, but I, you know, it's a. <laughs> but hey, uh, I read. I remember in aging, it's the short term memory that goes first. Well, dude, tr- trust me. I'm a little younger than Bob, but I'm having issues every morning. You know, I can't remember what I did yesterday. Yeah. But hey, uh, I read somewhere where all these cities or whatever you want to call them that has hosted the Olympics have lost their butts because of what it cost them to do it, and most of them are ghost towns now. Is that similar to Lake Placid? I mean, no, Lake Placid. Lake Placid is really a bustling tourist town built upon the Olympic Village there. Um, but no. I, I've heard that too, Mike, but I thought it was different countries that just abandoned it afterwards. You know, after the Olympics was gone, it pretty much went to just a waste. Yeah, I, I, and I, I don't, I, I think that is true in some cases. I think the, even Canada, maybe, the 1976 uh, Summer Games, I think that village is all went to nothing. But, but that's just in the, in the stadium and all that. But Lake Placid has turned themselves into a tourist town. Um, based around the Olympic on Village, that, yes. and and of course it wasn't just any Olympics, as you pointed out, Bob. It was the Miracle on Ice, and uh, so they they've succeeded. But I, I think you're right. I, you are right, Mister Wright. There have been some of these uh, like inter- international places where uh, they they build, they spend millions and millions and millions to build up the Olympic city and the Olympic Village, and then after it's done. <laughs> And I think a lot of that funding comes international or the Olympic Committee. It's not yeah. like that country. They, I no. think it is a little expense, but not the whole thing. No, they raise money through the Olympic uh, Committee. You're right. Yes. Yeah. So Lake Placid is a nice place to visit. And, and I'm not even sure where Lake Placid is other than it's in New York. Is it upstate New York? It is in upstate New York, yeah. How close is it to Canada? Um, Sarah Palin said you could see it from there. Yeah, I'm not sure that <laughs> close. I'm not sure it's that close, but... Uh, they had a couple of nice restaurants, not not fancy restaurants, but nice places to eat. I remember better than the Greenbrier. Well, I, Sam Sneed maybe. I hate yeah, better than Sam Sneed's, yeah. But now nah, the Greenbrier's uh, Greenbrier's hard to beat. Jim Justice notwithstanding, the Greenbrier's restaurants especially pretty hard to beat. But it was an, it was a nice it was a really it was a one day time that we spent there and then went on somewhere else. But it was very nice. It was enjoyable, and and they've made a nice. An, it's a tourist town now. You know, there's not a thriving industry, you know, on the outskirts or anything, but it's a tourist town, and uh, and they're doing well because of it. They're using the Olympic Village there. Okay. Well, 
that's all I have for you this morning, sir. Thank you very Thank much, you, Mr. Appreciate Wright. It. 932, 28 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Frio Stack Auction Service Text Line. Wow, Howard, did you just compare yourself to Joe Biden because you forgot you were going to say? I guess you're finally waking up. <laughs> but I'm guessing you can still climb up steps, just go slow. And you usually know what day it is, Howard. Right, today's Tuesday. <laughs> well, maybe not today. No. <laughs> um, you don't get an argument from me that Joe Biden is showing signs of aging as anybody ages, and I think there is a serious problem with aging uh, people in politics. I, I don't think that Biden is senile. I don't think he is incompetent, but there's no question that he's aging. Um, and I'm going to tell you, and, and, and I could pull out dozens of, of cases of Trump tripping up steps, too. I mean, if it's a question of tripping up steps, have I tripped up steps? Yes. We'll go back to Jerry Ford. He was a younger guy, and yes. nobody fell more than well, Jerry Ford. Yeah. Chevy I mean, Chase made a whole career out of that. That's exactly exactly right. Let's see one more before I take a break here. Um, Frio Stack Auction Service text line. The speed limit is 45 for two miles in Wheeling. I don't Maybe through the tunnel on the interstate. I, I, I think the interstate isn't 45. But I think it the, is right before the tunnel. The tunnel is 45, supposedly. I mean, yeah. And I think that's the only place I heard this. That's the only place on Interstate 70, which goes, I think, all the to way one to lane. Utah. One lane. To one lane. Right it's, here in good old Wheeling, West Virginia. It's also the only place here in the Ohio Valley where you can go into the uh, polar darkness. The, the dust storm. Remember the day we drove to the dust storm? In the middle of the day. I'm telling you, I, 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 I've been meaning to complain about this, and I'll do it now since we're bringing it up. Drive it. Why? With all, I get that they spent millions, hundreds of millions of dollars here in the Ohio Valley, and I, I thank the state for that. I st thank the state for the I-70 work and for the, uh, for the suspension bridge work and for the streetscape work. And, the, again, almost a half billion dollars or more of money spent. They've done a great... Why can't they clean the goddamn dinos? Well, they hose it down every once in a while. Man, it, they I blow mean, it out. Just like the day that you and I was in there when they were blowing well, it they out. Were blow, they were doing work outside. In this, in I the, don't know, the, but the, we the, couldn't see anything. They sandblasted going inside. But it just drove me. The other day, I had, because my eyesight still got a little problem with it, infection. So I, I wear sunglasses. When it's sunny outside. <laughs> you are Magoo. I walked. I, I drove. I'm okay until I got halfway through the tunnels. Now I'm like, I am in the darkness. I'm I can't blind. see. I can't see. It is so dark in there. Now I've got sunglasses on. You might. I might as well have been a terrorist with a bag over my head. We're almost at the bottom, but the, that's not the tunnel making news. Uh, I, I, $500,000, is that a lot of money to put in the tunnel greenhouse? Yeah, uh, Bob Heron talked about that a number of weeks ago. Um, I think he might have talked about it even when he was here, but he talked about it at council. I think that stunned some of the uh, council It's a lot members. of money. He kept saying at the council meeting that the time that came up, he says, well, people are asking about the tunnel near Tunnel Green. And there, are two pro there are two projects there, one f fairly inexpensive, like $50,000. One more expensive. Fix it right. And he kept saying, "Well, you know that 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 uh, train trestle basically is that that's that's going to be expensive." Yeah, well, that's going to be expensive. It's going to be finally he said, "Well, it's going to be about five hundred thousand dollars." And you know what? That is a lot of money. But what else do you do? I mean, you almost have to fix it, don't you? Sure or you do. just cl close the trail and make yeah. it not a continuing trail? And that's a big part of the whole trail system. And so you got to have it. You got to have it. So they'll have to do it. 9.36, 24 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. 
Uh, if you don't have an AT&T phone, feel free to call us, 304-232-8255, or text in at 304-214-1600. Let's go to the uh, final update from WTRF-TV and Taylor Long. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Taylor Long with your 7 News headlines on this February the 22nd. Belmont County 911 officials confirmed with 7 News that they were fighting a house fire last night at 68287 Shermont Road in Lansing, Ohio. Officers received a call about the fire at 8.44 p.m. last night. Wolfhurst Fire Department, Brookside, and Bridgeport were all dispatched to the scene. Part of National Road 40 was closed during the time of the blaze. Stay with 7 News and WTRF.com as we continue to learn more. Firefighters also had quite the night dealing with a massive wildfire in Powhatan. The alarm sounded at 1.47 p.m. and they were fighting the flames all day long. Teams from Shadyside, Powhatan, and Marshall County all jumped into action. Plus, brush trucks and tankers from Bellsville, Belmont, Sunset Heights, Wolfhurst, Smith Township, and Spirit of 76 were there as well. The fire spread across more than 20 acres. Stay with 7 News for updates. And authorities are still searching for a missing teen this morning. 17-year-old Malachi Robinson has been reported missing since February 6th of this year, more than two weeks ago. Detectives say he's a runaway from McCreary Center in Wheeling, where he is staying. If you see Robinson, officials say call 911. And some traffic updates this morning. If you're planning to drive through Brook County, a part of Eldersville Road in Fallensby is going to be down to one lane from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. today. They're doing some facility maintenance. Flaggers will be there to keep traffic moving. Just remember to slow down and be prepared for some minor delays. And Eastern Gateway Community College has put a pause on student registration beyond this spring semester. This decision made during a special meeting is due to the college's financial struggles. They're also looking to cut up to lose 40 jobs and save around $2 million annually. Youngstown State University has offered to take in new students during this pause. That was a look at your headlines. Have a terrific Thursday. I'm Taylor Long, working for you. It's happening now. Folks across the Midwest are rushing to save big money at Menards and get 11% off everything. Hmm, now that I think about it, my recording studio does need a bit of an upgrade. I better hurry up and finish this read. Hurry in to get started on those big projects and save big money with 11% off everything at Menards. Savings are mail-in rebate in the form of an in-store merchandise credit check. See store for details. Honey, I'm heading out to Menards. Hi, it's Howard Monroe. When your alarm clock goes off, make sure the Watchdog Morning Show goes on. Bob Slider and I are here every weekday from 7 to 10. We give you all the morning news and information you need. News, sports, weather, and great conversation. We'll talk about the issues of the day. We'll talk a little nostalgia. We'll have some great interviews. We'll take your calls and your texts. So grab a cup of coffee or whatever your favorite morning breakfast drink is and come around the radio or on the Internet at watchdognetwork.com and listen to the Watchdog Morning Show. Weekdays from 7 to 10, right here. Conversations you care about with people you know. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe on WKKX and WVLY. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Hello, Bobby Sue. 940, 22. Oh, a little sax sax in there. I like the sax. I K 
cannot play any musical instrument. I did. I took lessons on the piano, and I could at one time play like a couple of light songs. Uh, but I think playing the sax would have to be one of the hardest things. I love the sound of a saxophone, but I would think that has to be so difficult to do to stay in tune and to you know. I mean, and it's usually a very rapid, mostly mostly it's a kind of thing. Uh, I, but I love, but I, it has to be hard to do. I am less musically inclined than even Howard Monroe. But uh, if if magically, if I had one of these wishes left, and they said, "Well, what don't young, use it, young man? What uh, what musical instrument would you want to master? It would be the saxophone." Yeah, I, and I, I just love the sound of a saxophone. A song with with the sax in it is is tremendous to me. Uh, Nine forty one, nineteen to the hour. It's uh, forty five degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport. Forty five at the Highlands. Forty three in Elm Grove, and forty three here at the Watchdog Radio Network Studios. It's going to be a rainy day today, stormy this afternoon, daytime, maybe, daytime high around 50. We've hit that. I think we're going to stay where we are, maybe drop a little bit more. Tomorrow, cloudy all day, some showers in the morning. Tomorrow's high again, 50-ish or so. Then Saturday, sunny, we drop down to the mid-30s on Saturday. That's just the weirdest thing for me. Back up to 48, 50 degrees for the rest of the weekend and into the beginning of next week. Uh, by Tuesday of next week, we start to see some more uh, some more rain coming in. You're hanging. We're done here. I'm done here at 10 o'clock. It's 18 till there right now. Hoppy's coming up at 10.06 uh, live from uh, Charleston and the uh, legislative updates, uh, the AARP studios down in Charleston under the Golden Dome. Uh, but you're you're hanging around. Uh, you're going to be with Donnie uh, Gilbert this afternoon, right? I'm going to participate on the Donnie Gilbert show. A uh, couple couple uh, topics were uh, pretty close to me, Howard. We're going to do our softball reminiscing. The spring is in the air. We're thinking softball, softball in the past. And uh, I believe J.W. DeProsper is coming in, and we're going to do that. And I, this is going to be fun, too. Uh, it's our top five TV characters, and Ooh. I kept all of mine from HBO, Howard. So, really? Okay. Yeah, that's going to be fun, too. Well, I'm guessing Tony Soprano's got to be. He's got to be number one. Who's going to knock the big guy off? Yeah. Well, somebody did in the final episode. Well, that's, that's what they say. I didn't <laughs> see that, Howard. I did not see that. Oh, um, it, Boy, top TV characters. Uh, uh, any kind of character. I mean, comedy, drama, whatever. Anything. Yeah, I'm keep, like I said, I'm keeping mine at HBO just to be different. But, again, it would be hard to – Ralph Cramden, Archie Bunker. Yeah, I mean, Archie would come to mind right Leroy, away. Leroy, Jethro. Gibbs. Gibbs, yes. Absolutely. Um, you know um, – Columbo, Fonzie. I mean, there's just so, so many of them. You know, Seinfeld, for me, is one of the big ones. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a – there are so many great TV characters – um, and some of them weren't great TV shows, but they were great TV characters. Bear and I did when Seinfeld was in town. Bear and I, when we were filling in for Donnie, we did our top five non-main characters from the Seinfeld show. We had a hell of a good time with that. Uh, other than Newman, well, there were a lot of good ones. Uh, Mr. Bookman is one of my favorites. Bookman, he the, was the my number one. Guy. Yes, yeah, yeah and I like the little guy too. The little what was his name? The Mickey. Act, Mickey. 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 <laughs> he was a killer. The little midget. He was a well, midget. Well, he'd prefer you call him a little person, Howard. But, <laughs> but yeah. that's what he was. Yeah, right. That's that's. Um, and then, of course, many of the female guest stars were pretty good. Jerry's Girlfriends. You could do a segment on top five Jerry's Girlfriends. They're real and they're Yes, they are. <laughs> that was Terry. It'd be hard to beat her. Terry, Terry. Yeah, she was on Desperate Housewives. Yeah, I Hatcher, can't be- Terry Hatcher. Boy, look at you, Howard. You, your mind is sharp. Hey, you see, I'm no Joe Biden. <laughs> you got a couple years ago. Yeah, I do.
944-16 to there. So coming up today on the Donnie Gilbert Show, Jill Hawkins in again today. Jill has turned into Donnie's like permanent co-host. I love Jill. She does a great job, and she tolerates Donnie. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, that's, that's the hard part about it. Uh, Nelson Croft is back again uh, from the Ohio County Animal Shelter with the Pet of the Week. Bo McConaughey is going to be in. Bo's coming in. Yeah, talking oh, about the Elm Grove Civics. He's new president of the Elm Grove Civic. Bo is. Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm going to have to stay, stick around because I want to see him. I just wonder how the beast is doing. I hope that's not the end. I haven't heard a lot about that. And last year, you know, wasn't. Yeah, the last couple of years, things have. I think that one year it was weather got in the way, and then there was other. COVID. COVID. Yeah, and just, yeah it, it's, it has not hit the stride it, it all used to have, but. I'd love to see it come back. It was such a big deal. Looking forward to that. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Donnie will irritate Bo, or Bo, Bo will flip out on Donnie. So listen, you got to listen <laughs> you, for that. You can. One thing is for sure: you never know what's going to happen on the Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. And Bo isn't big on that. Bo wants to know what's happening. He doesn't go for that nonsense. And sometimes, when the show's over, you still don't know what happened. <laughs> Donnie Gilbert Radio Show. But yeah, I'm going to be here, Howard. Uh, of course, always anymore. Tony Iannarelli will be in with the Friday Comedians. Oh, those guys are great. Race Track Casino Hotel. The health segment with uh, Phyllis Johnson, who is a heart Donnie attack. Donnie has a health segment. <laughs> in all seriousness. Is it, I, bad, is it a bad health no, segment? I, in all seriousness, I think he added this after he had his own health problems. Oh, way thought, to go, Don. But, you know, uh, Phyllis Johnson will be in. Uh, she is a heart attack survivor. And we'll share her story as a survivor, and that's uh, that's good. Uh, Joe Myers talking Pittsburgh Pirates, as you mentioned. J.W. DeProsperus will be in, and Bob Slider. He, so I'm on, I'm on the billing there. Actually, no. Thought he forgot me. You're not. Uh, uh, Bear, Lola, Jill, and Mr. Wright are all listed here. But uh, uh, here, hold on a minute. I'm gonna and. Bob Thanks, Howard. Slider. Okay, I got it there. Well, you know how Donnie books. I thought maybe he overbooked. Maybe I got bumped and just didn't know it yet. <laughs> you're like a, you're like the end of the couch on the Tonight Show. Sorry, no no more room. Scoot down. Let me on that couch. <laughs> no room on the couch. Uh, 14 to the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. Hello, Ohio Valley. This is Kate Delaney inviting you to join me overnight here on The Watchdog. Whether it's talking to big names in entertainment or sports, discussing the latest political news, or just chatting about life, I'll be here to keep you company on the Watchdog, WVLY AM 1370, FM 97.7, or online at watchdognetwork.com. What does Main Street Bank mean to you? One thing is, we have CDs with consistently higher rates. Unlike some banks, Main Street doesn't use high teaser rates to attract customers. We keep our interest rates simple and competitive. Some of our interest rates for CDs are the best. Plus, our accounts feature no fees or no fees. That's money in the bank, the right bank. Open your CD account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Minimum balance of $1,000 to open. Penalty may be imposed early withdrawal. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
Over the past five years, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has helped over 1,500 hardworking Ohio Valley residents obtain financing on the vehicle of their dreams. We have experienced tremendous growth, which has allowed us more financing to further help our fellow residents. From second chance finance to very competitive rates and terms, Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto has it all with inventory to fit everyone's needs. That's Matt Jones Pre-Owned Auto, your largest independent area used car depot in the Respects Plaza in Elm Grove. Like us on Facebook, check out our website, mattjonespreowned.com, or give us a call, 304-905-8302. Broadcasting from the Ohio Valley, talking about the Ohio Valley. We're live and local. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. On the road again. Going places that I've never been. Seeing things that I may never see again. I can't wait to get on the road again. this a lot you and i we need to get back on the road again we have you just not, read my mind we, we need have, a road trip we have not done a road trip for years i guess really um i wouldn't even mind if we just did a road trip here in the ohio valley and did a live show from some where you want to go howard just somewhere anywhere you know we could go go someplace and do a do a live broadcast um but i, I bob and i used to do a lot of traveling and we went to dc and to new york and other places and broadcast the show from there we had a ton of fun and I know we had talked to uh, Victoria Jones, who's one of the coordinators, and Candy Stroud about maybe doing the Chicago convention this year. Uh, don't know about that. But you know what? If it works out the way we're, I was saying earlier, if it turns out to be an open convention where the actual convention is where the, the Democrats pick their candidate, if it's not just a guarantee for Biden, that would be a heck of a convention to cover. Man, it would, Howard. You got me pumped, and uh, hopefully Candy can uh, make that happen for well, us. We'll, we will see. I guess. That's a road trip, Howard. That is, a, that is a road trip, to be sure. I'm thinking here today about how dependent we have become on our technology. Now, as you know, AT&T apparently has a nationwide outage of some kind. Uh, ben Seidler, councilman, was supposed to call in today, and he couldn't because his AT&T service is down. Um, Morning Intel has a front page story uh, today, or not, I guess it's not a front page because it's not in the paper, but it's online. Ohio Valley residents reporting cellular outages from AT&T, Cricket Wireless, uh, and from others. A number of Americans, including the, some here in the Ohio Valley, are dealing with cellular outages. Uh, what, what, what I'm thinking about here is how, how dependent, and I'm, God knows I'm as guilty as the next person, how dependent we become. On our cellular service and our cell phones and so what on. What would we do here if the internet went out, Howard? Yeah, and, well, this is an internet, but, it's, but yeah, I mean, or cell service. You know, if I'm broadcasting from home, how, how do you and I communicate? Yeah, it'd be over, tough. over cell phones. CB, yeah, breaker, we, breaker. We have to do breaker. I listened to Convoy the other day. That was a, I'd forgotten what a, what a fun song that was. Breaker, breaker. Bob Westfall, do you have your ears on? Yeah, let's see. Uh, did, may, Bob, I guess you don't have an AT&T phone, huh? Sure, I do. Ah. No problems with Bob. I have I haven't had any trouble all morning, so I mean I don't know. Yeah, I, apparently it must be sporadic. I guess I know yeah. Bob Slider has AT and T. I have AT and T. Yeah. He called me. I called him. Our phones are working. You're working. Yeah. 
Brad McElhenney, yeah. our reporter from Charleston, called in. Uh, he said he has AT&T. He's working, but yeah. some people, I guess, can't. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we've had a few people, other people in the station here that have been having problems all morning. So, Now, Bob, uh, you, so we know you have the, the scanner. Do you guys have a CB hooked up down there to Big 7? No, we don't have a CB. No, no Breaker Breaker 1-9? <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> it is amazing, though. I'm, I'm thinking, Bob, about how dependent some people are on – on their cellular phones, you know, if you if their phone is done, they're out of well, business in some cases. Well, I mean, some cases, you know, got to remember too. Twenty years ago, if the phone service went down, it was the same situation, even if it was a landline. Right. You know, so and now it's just uh, now you've got this situation where it's in your pocket. Yep. Well, so, I guess yeah, so. it's a it's a mess. Now we just talked to nine one em emergency management here in Wheeling. Uh, supposed to be back up here at some point uh, later this morning. So, are, are they having uh, problems too? Uh, they are not really having problems. They're just monitoring the other stuff. Okay, people, I got you. They just want to let people know what they need to do if there is a nine one emergency and their phone is not working. Okay. Um, so we'll have the DK's actually working on that story today. That's one of the things we're working on today. So we've got that uh, cooking today. Uh, a couple other things we've got going on. Uh, our uh, enterprise priest this week uh, is going to be the Bell Air Bridge update. Uh, as you know, that's uh, been standing there for a long time. Uh, you covered the you covered the ribbon cutting, right? Listen, uh, uh, pretty close. <laughs> yeah. I I so certainly anyway, used we, the Bell Air Bridge many a time back in the day. Yeah, it was it was never around. I mean, by the time I was driving, so I never got to drive across it. Um, anyway, we talked to Chief Longwell, uh, his street people down there, just trying to get an update on what's going on with that bridge. Um, Jake uh, McAuliffe put that together. That'll be tonight in our 6 o'clock. So we have that. Uh, Colin Roos is going to check out Pure Watercraft, uh, tour a facility up in uh, Beach Bottom. They're taking over the old Wheeling Pit plant, uh, uh, the paint line, I believe it was what it was. So kind of doing a story about something that's a 100-year-old mill, uh, no longer making steel, um, but uh, it's going to be rejuvenated for another uh, another project. So we're going to take a look at uh, where they are on getting that up to speed and where they're going to start producing uh, uh, watercraft. We're excited about that story, so I'm really happy for uh, that one today. Also, uh, Jody Miller, we're going to talk to her today. Uh, the documentary called The Gifted uh, is coming up uh, March 15th up at the uh, Performing Arts Center at Wheeling Park. We'll talk to her about that. That uh, touches on her daughter, uh, is one of the people they talk about, and oh. uh, the donations that she made, uh, organ donations, uh, to several other individuals that now have uh, you know, a fighting chance at life. So I think that's going to be a great story. So we're going to talk to uh, Jody here today. So that's just, uh, that's a DK story as well. Uh, I've got the Casey Smith hearing. Uh, Annalise Murphy is down there right now, arrested in 2023, uh, sexual abuse of a minor under the age of 12. So that's going on right now. So we'll have an update on that in our 5 o'clock. So those are the things we're cooking on today. you got a lot of stuff going on there. That sounds good. I'll yeah. be curious to see what the update on the Bel Air Bridge is. You know, I, it's kind of fall, fallen out of my my mindset. I forget about that. You know, it's still sitting yeah, there. I, I, I think, sadly, I think it, it – um, I don't know. I, I, I hate to say it. I think some of it's probably going to have to fall in the river before they do anything about it. That's what right – now, and that worries me. You know. You, know. you remember – Benwood. You will remember um, – Bob Ney had put federal money, when he was in Congress, right. he had put money into the federal budget to take that bridge right. down. And it was when right. Bob was getting into some trouble 
And there were a lot right. of people who said, well, we don't want to Bob Nag supporting this. And he eventually, after enough complaining, he pulled the money out of the budget. Uh, if that right. money had stayed in there, the bridge would have come down at the federal expense a long time ago. But now it sits. Right. sits yeah, there was a lot of questions of uh, him dealing with the owner of the bridge at the time and uh, uh, things like that. Not only that, but with the other things that were going on in his career, too, right. kind of questioned that. And then Ted Strickland won the election came in afterwards, and he said they just couldn't see us paying uh, using public money for a private bridge. So that's kind of where we stand. And yeah. I think that's kind of what the story is going to be tonight. So Here's uh, my, my, my feeling. Someday... Public money, one way or another, is going to pay for it, either to take it down or, as you point out, to clean up the mess when it falls down. That's what worries right. me. You know, it's, I mean, you just right. can't sit there so. forever, I suppose. Anyways, I'll look forward right. to seeing that tonight. Everybody can check things out at noon, 5, 6, 10, and 11, 5.30, the region-wide show, always at WTRF.com. And uh, if your self-service works, uh, have, uh, have uh, the uh, Storm Tracker 7 app and the news app on your smartphone or your tablet and carry it with you in your pocket. All right, Bob. All right, guys. Well, have a good Thursday. Talk to you tomorrow. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow morning. Thanks a lot. Awesome. Uh, so his phone works. Your phone works. My phone works. Brad's phone works. Yeah, maybe they fixed it. Ben's phone didn't work. Uh, let's see. A couple of texts here. Guys, take a road trip to Bob's Lunch in Moundsville. Well, Bob and I do take road trips to, Been a while, to but food. Yeah. I mean, we go, food trips. We do take food trips. We've stopped the Bob lunch together a few times. We have done that indeed. Let's see. Um, talking about um, Seinfeld, favorite character, and so on. The soup Nazi, no soup for you. That was one of the great. Characters. Yeah, that was a funny episode, and I had like a a, a, a Jeopardy question answer here for you, Howard. But I don't know if I'm going to do it right. Okay. Manchester, Etna, Bel Air. Well, bridges. What are bridges that are still up that haven't that had, have, are, are not being used? I think the Manchester Bridge is still up. You know, isn't it's it? funny. You, I think it is. And I told my wife the other day. In fact, I said I want to drive down that way and look and see. I think the Manchester Bridge is still up. Out of all of those, which one back in the day? Because we got to go what pre eighty. Mm-hmm. Did you use any of those bridges frequently? I remember using the Etna Bridge, and I wonder why in the hell we did that now. Why we just didn't cross at Bridgeport? I didn't use. Of the three bridges, I used the Bel Air Bridge because I worked in Bel Air. So get, getting from Bel Air to Benwood, used the Bel Air Bridge. I used the Bel Air Bridge frequently. Um, and the Manchester Bridge I used all the time because it, that was a great shortcut from downtown or East Wheeling right out to, uh, you know, the, the Mount Deshano area, Wheeling Hospital area. Yeah. Remember, every, not everybody, but a lot of people in town were going, oh, you can't close that bridge. You cannot close that bridge. Well, they did. and Yeah. I, it, I think that would have been – would would be good to reopen again. That, that's one that they should look at. Or? I think so. They're going to tear the Etna. They're going to get the Etna bridge, bridge torn down. What's left of it now. They've already got a contract for that. Um, and I think that's smart. That bridge has just had no more use. It's like trees growing up through it. My concern about the Bel Air bridge is, and Bob said it, I, I'm just worried that, that what's going to happen is it's just going to fall in one of these days. Uh, anyways, we'll talk. We may talk more about the, uh, the 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 lost bridges of the Ohio Valley coming up uh, tomorrow on the Watchdog Morning Show. All of our usual stuff: travel show. McCabe should be here. Highlights of the week, and um, and uh, Bob and I will be here tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. Bob stays around to uh, join uh, Donnie today in the noon uh, program, and I'll see you tomorrow morning at seven right here. Sixteen hundred WKKX we